0: Ready. I've not written an intro, but fuck it, this will be interesting. So, Amateur. So whenever, whenever you want from
1: this
0: point. Right. Okay. Super. I'm Asan, and this will be a very interesting review. City have lost on penalties to Wolves in the Asia Trophy, and I am joined in the studio by the entire 9320 podcast team. So, hello, Lloyd.
1: Yeah, right, mate. How are you doing? Pretty
0: good. Hi, Jordan. How's it going? Steve. Howdy. Leon. Good afternoon. Stefan. Hi. Mark. Hi. Howard. Hello. Kerry. Shamai. <laughs> Rock and roll, we're all here <laughs> So, I have an opening question for everybody Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said this week that he does not expect the league to be won with 90 plus points this season And really what I'm asking you is what sort of expectations have you got for what kind of points Hall City will get Before we actually talk about the Wolves game uh, I'm going to start with Eenie Meenie Miney
1: Lloyd Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yes, 90 plus points I think we're easily in for 90 plus points again I mean we've done it two years in a row I don't think there's any way we won't be doing it again um, I think Saul scores absolutely off his head uh, <laughs> giving, giving Rashford that 200 grand a week contract's an absolute liberty personally um, but yeah I think we'll be up there I think what did we get last season 98 and Liverpool got 97 I think yeah I think we'll be sweet I mean we'll, as long as we've got Pep I think we'll be pushing 95 personally Are we st- are
0: we stronger or weaker with obviously losing Vinny adding Rodri and Angelino as it stands it doesn't look like there'll be another centre back how do you feel about that
1: personally I, th- I do think we're weaker because I think losing Vinny I've not seen the the series that they've put out on Apple TV I think Stefan's the man to talk about that but um, for me it feels like that's a massive man to lose from the dressing room personally and uh, yeah, I, I do feel we're we're a bit of a weakness but you know what I mean, like we Rodri's a massive sign in. We've we brought Angelino back, which is, you know, I think the joy's out on that, but I'm I'm confident that we'll be we'll be sound.
2: Okay, Jordan. Yeah, so I think last season after the first hundred point season I was sceptical about whether ninety points could be done again. Um, because I felt the league was getting stronger with the introduction of Sari, Liverpool getting a bit stronger you know there were glimpses of Liverpool at the end of of the season when City got 100 points this season I think because Chelsea have a transfer ban I'm not convinced of Lampard's ability to really challenge I'm not convinced of Solskjaer at United and I think there's more chance of City getting 90 plus points again this season than there was the season before. It would take a big ask, you know, the consistency required, even for City to get 97 points required them winning the last 14 games. Mm. And maybe if there isn't that pressure this season, we'll see what Liverpool do, then they might not be pushed as far. But I think they're definitely capable and Liverpool as well are capable of doing it. I know they're not really strengthened in the in the transfer window yet, but... I think they're on the up as well. I think Solskjaer's a bit naive if he thinks the, league to, the top two in the league are going to drop off. OK. Steve, answer
0: the same question, but also, do you think that's a bad thing for Solskjaer to say from the point of view of his own squad? Because if you look at United and the idea of you would think that they want to get higher up the league, yeah, by telling everybody that, well, you know, you don't need to get
3: 90-plus points to win the league, is that a bad thing to say for him, for his own squad? No, it's just being realistic <laughs> It's got nothing to do with Oliver Solskjaer talking about the title um, It's like me talking about Scottish politics It's something he doesn't know anything about uh, Something he's never going to know anything about um, And he'll be gone by November anyway So his words are meaningless ultimately um, And also he seems to think that We're still in 1992 So <laughs> basically when he's asked Can City get you know, 98 points He thinks that's ludicrous Because why would the City side in 1992 get so many points What he says Matters not a job
0: Okay, Leon, um, tell me about missing Vinny this season in the dressing room and how that can that affect the points total. Like, can there be a like a, a knock on effect from losing such a big character and somebody who was so important in the la- in the running last season? How do you how do you balance that out? Losing somebody like that from a points total point of view, can you think we can go again and you just you find the points from somewhere else, or does it worry you?
4: I mean, I think we'll get 100 points this season. Go on, lad. I'm going to put it that out there. definitely the bit of talking. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. We're
2: deleting
4: there. It. I was only having coronas. <laughs> I was having coronas. I was taking it easy. But I think, you know, Vinny's, Vinny's been a huge influence in the dressing room for many years. But I remember on this podcast a season or two ago, we were sort of questioning whether, you know, he was going to be useful to the team with oh. all his injury pro- problems and, um, you know, playing a dozen games maximum a year. Obviously he's a big influence As is Delph actually I think Delph was a decent Squad player I think You know he was popular I think they're going to Leave two big holes In the dressing room But I don't honestly think That it's going to affect The points total at all Okay I think Otamendi Can step in If we don't buy anybody else We've got Stones We've got Laporte I think we'll be fine And I think we're fine At left back And I'm confident I genuinely am I I think As you said about Lampard I mean he's had One pretty decent season at Derby but that doesn't get you the big job mm. um he may do great but I've got, I've got no confidence Chelsea will be challenging Liverpool haven't strengthened yet but they'll be up there and Solskjaer I mean he wants to be <laughs> concentrating on staying in his job as you said till Christmas or so November because he's done a pardew is not he he's done the old <laughs> six, wi- six wins in a row and gets the job but he'll be out by Christmas so no I'm confident uh Another tile, it's just whether we win four or five trophies this season. For
0: Ooh, okay, well, I'm going to go from the optimistic side of the room to <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Stefan, how do you view losing Vinny, losing Delph, and potentially not signing a centre half? Uh,
5: well, you saw on the, the well, you haven't seen, some people have seen the on the documentary. I mean, he's clearly you know, a key person in that dressing room. But having said that, if we'd have said at the start of last season, he's going to play a key role in the last 10. Yeah. I mean, we would have said, you're crazy. I mean, we'd never have expected that. We'd never have relied upon it. So, I think pro- what what you don't know is how influential he was when he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I assume, actually, probably not that influential. So, They've been getting ready for it. We got 100 points without him playing a massive role in that season. So I'm not massively. Uh, I, I think we can overcome it. I don't think it's obviously not good. I think Delf is a bit of a red herring in the grand scheme of things. Um, good guy, clearly, but I mean, you know, there's lots of good guys in that dressing room. So I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. I think uh, 90 points. I think he set the bar at the wrong level with 90 points. I mean, 90 points is dropping 24. It's, it's pretty hard to see if they're playing anywhere close to how they've played over the past two seasons, where they dropped 24 points, which is okay. a crazy thing to say. Yeah, but, oh. but, you know, it's 24 points in this City team is a lot of points to drop. I just don't, I, I think 95, if you'd have said 95 and said I don't think either team's going to get over 95, I could have said, yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, but But I think they'll get over 90. Okay, fair enough. Mark, what about for you? Do you have the same level of
6: optimism even though we've lost Vinny? Well, obviously, my views have been changed considerably by the Premier League Asia Trophy.
4: Uh,
3: <laughs> uh,
6: obviously, beforehand, I was I very like much wolves. in, 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 in Lyon's <laughs> in court, and now I think I'm possibly right. Um, no, I think that uh, 198 is going to be in that ballpark again. It's, there's no reason to suspect that it would be, unless there's some outside event. That could be anything. Yeah. I still think that an injury to Edison is the sort of, is the one big risk factor we can't cover, and we've got to be realistic about that. As for uh, the gentleman you referred to earlier in his comments about 90 points, we don't ask the manager of Southend United or Cowden Beast what their opinions are on the number of points that to win the Scottish Premier League.
2: Football, <laughs> Scottish football So place.
6: frankly Why is it even A, a, a reference point That they've got Their own challenges Which is to preserve Sixth place if they can
5: Okay We didn't Ms. have our best I mean just to say We didn't have our best player For most of last season Yes. Yeah, so true. you know We have had We have had the event That's true uh, And we, we were We were pretty Okay with
0: it So okay. Howard, I'm going to ask you a different question. I'm going to, I'm going to, going to change this <laughs> up a
3: little
2: bit.
0: and this is, I'm going to put this out to the room as well. So then how big a season is this for John Stones? I mean, what you said about the Edison injury, for me, at the moment, I look at the centre-back options and I go, an injury to Laporte, and I'm going to be in, in panic mode. So yeah. what, what's the situation with Stones moving well, into this season? Well, we don't know,
7: do we really? Because we said on an earlier pod when he, was, when he started being dropped from the side... Mm-hmm. He wasn't in poor form, so I mean, there's rumours, you know, personal life and so on. So yeah, it's a huge season for him because he's never really got going, I don't think. So, but I've not seen so many mistakes for him. I've seen more mistakes in an England shirt than in a City shirt. So I think I don't have a problem with him if he's in the team. Mm. I'm quite happy for him to be there. So yeah, I mean, Vinnie was a big thing the last ten games, but as someone's already said for two years ago we were thinking he was leaving last year we thought he was leaving so I think it's off the pitch he'll have the big we'll lose Vinny otherwise I think we'll be fine Okay. do you think that you can have too many options Kerry and what I mean
0: by that is do you think that it might be a good thing for Stones the fact that there's only three centre backs there and maybe for Pep having so many options and so many different positions makes it very easy for him to spot a mistake on the pitch and go right you're done out.
8: I'm going to give you a chance now yeah, maybe. I mean, I hope. I really hope Stones steps up this season because I really like him, and I think, you know, there were there were moments. Was it last season? Him and Laporte. You know, there was a few months where they were absolute dynamite, um, and I just think I'd see no reason why that he can't replicate that. Yeah, I think saying about the mistakes in an England shirt, you could almost see it, most of those where he was looking for someone who would have made a move in a City shirt who yeah. wasn't doing making a move, so and then he got caught out. Um, So I think Stones is going to be all right. I mean, just to quickly go back to the Vinny thing, um, because I have been lucky enough to see the documentary. (laughs) I have an Apple TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And, yeah, it's that intangible thing. I think in terms of personnel, I think we're all right. But it's that intangible thing. When you watch his speeches in that documentary before each game and stuff like that, there is something so special about that that you kind of go, have we got anyone to replicate that? having said all that I think De Bruyne is going to massively step up see now he came came back in the FA Cup final he was like men against boys you know and he was he obviously he's missed he missed so much of last season I think he's going to really step up and he's already making his play for captain this season yeah. but whether he gets it or not I think he's going to carry us through in a way that maybe Vinny would have done on the pitch if previously. I could quickly
2: take it back to what Howard said about Stones and we don't see that many mistakes in the City shirt I don't think that was the problem that we've had with Stones in the running because in the first six months of the season he was brilliant it was the fact that he, Pep was constantly choosing Otamendi and company over Stones it seemed like Pep didn't have any trust in him to get us through those final games and I think if City go into the rest of well next season without signing a new centre-back and Otamendi stays. I think Stones and the Port do become first choice. Absolutely. And I think mm. it would be a big vote of confidence in Stones to go into it. Because I've got to be honest, as harsh as it sounds, I don't think Pep trusted Stones at all in that running. Were I don't think play. it's a
7: football decision. Because it's well documented now what happened off the pitch. Yeah, And we just don't know where his head is, basically. So I don't, mm. I don't know. It might and have also nothing like, to do with football abilities. So. Yeah, I think with
0: Stones, the other thing is that Pep's talked so highly of him that it's hard to imagine how he would then go, yeah, okay, now I'm, I'm done with you. So I do think I, think, I think you're right, actually. I think if they don't sign a centre-half, it's a massive vote of confidence for Stones. But I think also that it's a massive first half of the season for Stones. Because you would think then that if there's any issues, they go back into the market in, uh, in January. So look, who else this season? I mean, looking at, look, coming out the back end of last season, some players excelled, some players maybe we felt didn't have the kind of impact you expected them to have. Moving into the new season, are there any players who you feel can have a much bigger impact than last season? Or maybe have a what I'll call a Bernardo Silva season, where Bernardo last season was brilliant, whereas the season before he was kind of eased in. Um, Kerry, I'm going to go with you. We're going to go back around the other side of the table <laughs> this time. So who do you think can have a bigger impact this season than last season?
8: Uh, I'm hoping Phil Foden does. Um it's weird isn't it because like, obviously he played really well in the in that Spurs game and then played started against Leicester and he seemed a bit lost um, so it's you know is he quite ready yet to really step up and sort of take take on uh, David Silver's mantle um, I think Gundogan is, it's hard I mean obviously when I was signed Roger as well but I don't know I've got a feeling Gundogan's going to excel even more this season I think he, he really grew into last season for me I mean he's always, he's always been a great player but I I certainly was one of those that was sort of a little bit find, find a bit frustrating sometimes, but I think he's going to really step up, and I think Jesus as well. After the summer he's had, I think he's going to really step up. This
5: yeah, with uh, Gundogan, he's going to be either looking for a new contracts or he's going to be looking for a new club. So exactly. he expects either. you will see some good performances when he plays, but not he,
0: penalties. Yeah. <laughs> either way, it'll be a, a big season for for Gundogan. Does anybody want to put their hand up and say that Leroy Sano is going to have a massive season this season? Does anybody yeah, feel it'll be
5: great for Bayern? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just, It's exactly what they need. Uh, need? Yeah, no.
0: If he stays, if Leroy does stay, does anybody feel that he can dislodge Raz or Bernardo?
2: I think it won't be because Leroy would have forced his way into one of those spots I think the natural thing is David Silver to play less games drop Bernardo into the central midfield role and then play Raz on the right and Sané on the left but that's no guarantee I think Pep has really enjoyed playing with Mares or Bernardo on the right because it adds more of control Sané you get more of an unpredictability he miscontrols passes he finds himself offside a lot more so Yes, he needs to improve. I think if he does stay, we will see him play more because Bernardo will be occupying that central midfield role a bit more. Okay,
0: Steve. What about Mares? Like, if you look at the Mares Sane battle right now, where do you think it stands, and how do you think that that progresses next season? Can Mares have the the type of jump that Bernardo had? Because Leroy's been here a few years now, and he hasn't quite cemented that sort of "I'm the guy." Can Mares push himself above Leroy? Or do you expect that battle to become one that kind of uplifts them both?
3: Hopefully, it's the latter, because obviously we all benefit from that. I personally think Marez could have a stormer this season. Um, it's second season in, uh, less expected of him, which which helps in terms of confidence and kind of just being able to just get down to it. Um, you felt it last season when he came on a sub. Sometimes you felt, you, just, you heard it in the crowd, and you actually felt sorry for him but he had to prove himself over and over, which a player of his caliber shouldn't have to. Um, ultimately, it comes down to me. The fact that Leroy Sane has had a disruptive summer, um, uncertain on his future, whereas Marez has had an amazing summer yep. um, where he's just buoyant and you know uh, had, had a, well incredible tournament. So he'll go into this season. Full of it. Absolutely full of it. He'll be back to his best. Um, if that sustains, then he will ultimately go ahead of Sane, I think, in a pecking order. Okay.
6: What, what I would say about Mares is that he's got to do it at the Etihad. The, the weird thing about yeah. it, and maybe also the way that Guardiola sets up, all his good performances were away from home. He hasn't yet had that performance at home, which is weird because, of course, people who go there have saw him, how well he played for Leicester against City, where it was sensational. And that's just a that, that that's that weird dynamic I think that Steve was yeah. mentioning there, and I think that a fine performance at home that definitely will be the key for him.
7: Okay, Howard. I'll just say in Pep's first season, there's probably about well all the players struggled to uh, to get used to his system, but they were all in it together. As for new signings, it's completely different. Mm. So. Do you think it makes it harder? Any then? signing, you give them two seasons. Do you yeah, think it makes think it
0: harder, so. the fact that new players that are coming in, whereas the, when they all learnt together, it maybe made it easier somehow? Yeah, I think
7: so, yeah. But a big fish. it's just totally new to him, tailing to him. He's a big fish before and he's not now, so I don't see an attitude problem. I mean, for little things, but I think you decide after the second year with a pep system as much as the first year.
1: Yeah. Lloyd? I mean, I know I'm known for rating Phil too highly but I don't know how anyone's <laughs> no. not talking about like as in if you watch the under twenty one championships I mean the guy was absolute dynamite Boothroyd Freud benched him for the second game saying <laughs> we need to conserve his legs as in like we had a, we, I think as City fans we had an issue throughout the season where there were certain games where we thought you know what actually he should be playing more so actually I think the, the thing with Phil was that he's, he's definitely not overplayed he was he was underplayed if anything and what he showed I mean that goal that he scored in the first game was absolutely mental and obviously it all went to tits at the end when one uh, when bissaka put, put it in the top corner and Chadri got sent off but I mean you can't not look at that guy and think that's the future of Manchester City for the next 10 years I've, I, I, know he's, I know I'm Stockport I know he's Stockport I know I'm gassed but He's the boy.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that (laughs) little contribution. Um, So listen, the last thing before we move on to the scintillating pre-season friendly between City and Wolves is Rodri and what type of impact he could or couldn't have. I'm going to start with Stefan and then I'm going to go to Lloyd because you both had something to say about the way that he was hyped on Twitter and maybe people who hadn't really seen him were already talking about him being the new Busquets and being amazing. He's played two pre-season friendlies or a little bit of two pre-season friendlies. From what you've seen, what do you like,
5: what don't you like? Uh, it has got a lovely tan. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, good English. I don't think we're going to see very much of him this season, actually. I mean, I think, you know, the conversation we just had about what we've got in midfield, you've got Gundogan, the two silvers, Foden, and then you've got, you know, the selection of, of wider players. I suspect, yeah, and then you've got Fern- uh, Fernandinho. I think he will bet him in pretty slowly, so I actually don't think you'll see too much of him. Um, I, I think he looks fine. I mean, I don't, I don't think any of us really know that much about him. The, okay. the extent of what I know is based on uh, a chat on the train down to Brighton with a with an Atletico fan who's now a City fan, saying he's fantastic, don't want him to leave, uh, and the fact that Pep wants to sign him and all the hype that goes with it. I'm sure he'll be a great signing, but I just, I think this season. I think you're still going to see quite a lot. You presumably you've got to see quite a lot of silver. Presumably you've got to see uh, you know quite a lot of Gundogan if we're keeping him. So you know, and Fernandinho is is possibly in his final season in midfield. So it's hard to see you know that he throws him into straight away. Okay. Uh, but you know, physically he looks he looks great. Uh, definitely you know a player of his size that that can play with the ball at his feet is. He's going to be very useful for us.
1: Lloyd? I kind of agree with Stefan, I, I, but I also take from what you said just before, which is that I think the big thing that he's going to give us is hopefully distribution from deep. That's the thing that we've been missing. is an absolutely top player, but physically I think the reason that we have him been in, in the squad is that, I mean, especially that Liverpool game at home last season, he was, I mean, that was an eleven 11 out of 10 performance. It was unbelievable. Physically, he was everywhere. He was dominating Salah, dominating Mane. I think with Rodri, what we're probably going to get, and I think you do need to be circumspect, we're going to have to look forward and we haven't seen him properly. It looks like he might be a bit slower, might be more Busquets-esque. But I mean, you had the chat with Sid Lowe and he said he thinks he might be better than Busquets. And also... Speaking to Marino, who um, watches a lot of Portuguese football but also watches a lot of Spanish football, he said he thinks he's the absolute business. And actually, from deep, he could be that kind of metronome that Chelsea thought they were getting with Jorginho, the guy that could kind of set the tempo. And it does look like that. I mean, obviously, it's early days, we need to see. But, you know, hopefully that'll be the guy. Does anybody
0: think that, does anybody disagree with Stefan in the sense that they feel that he'll play a lot this season?
2: Yeah, I think he goes straight into the starting lineup. Personally, especially Fernandinho is thirty-four, turning thirty-five next year. The amount of games that City play in next year, okay, he might not be playing every week, but he'll get just as much game time as Fernandinho I think and also I think we'll see them play together I think you've seen Pep in the Champions League away from home go for a more conservative approach and I can definitely see it the games like Tottenham away, Monaco away which we've seen in the past couple of seasons where City have opted for a bit more control than attacking impetus a midfield two of Rodri and Fernandinho, and then De Bruyne just ahead of them, mm. and I think that could be a real recipe for success in Europe as well. I think he, he goes straight into the squad, especially is it the record signing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah. just yeah. about. Just. Yeah, 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 you know, the, just. He, he's been bought for the, okay for the long term future because Fernandinho's. You can't really envisage him two more years at City, but I think he he goes straight into the team and has an instant impact. Okay, I'd, I'd agree
7: with Stefan, but if Fernandinho doesn't have a pre-season, then. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty much done mm. deal. It's straight in the sides.
2: Well, I mean, Gundogan
0: played the six a lot last season, so there is that potential is that, 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 yeah. that that he could slot in there. Um, Steve, that his seeming lack of pace in that position, and if you kind of contrast that with um, with Ferner and the fact that Fernandinho is all action and all legs, and kind of his recovery tackles and his recovery runs are amazing, does that worry you a little bit?
3: It doesn't worry me at all. Uh, not in that position, pace is. Not a necessity in that position. Being all action, being able to read the game, anticipation. They're the key attributes, and he has those in spades. So, no, it, it doesn't necessarily worry me. Um, I mean, you can look at, say, Gundogan. You know, superb performances. He's the paciest player around. He's not, so... um Fair no problem. I mean, I, I've, I think I've said this on the pod before. I, I had to write um, uh, an article last year on the kind of 50 best young players in the world coming through and, and I was giving Rodri and I'd seen him play precisely once so I had to do a lot of research on him. I loved what I found. I was like, oh my god what what a player this lad is. And so when City we were interested in him I desperately wanted us to get him and I'm delighted we've got him and what I've seen so far he's just gonna be a player. Um, I kind of I'm down the middle as regards to you know kind of how prominent it'll be early on. Um, I can see both sides to that. Um, I think there's a lot of value in Possibly playing him alongside Fernandinho As well as Offering, you know, kind of Defensive solidity in Europe um, But also just to bet, help bed him in as well Yeah um, So I think we might see that in a couple of games um, But yeah, he's, he's just going to be a superstar Okay Liam? I'm two questions behind here
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've got to talk about Vinny I think we'd be better off without Vinny <laughs> Okay, controversial cool. But I think leaders will step up in that dressing room Okay I, I heard a few things in the background That he's a legend and our hero for 10 years But he can also be quite tricky and quite domineering So I think he could it I've could, heard
1: the same thing actually
4: So other players could step up like KDB And I think it could be useful I think it could be useful to the side
6: Can, can I make a point about that? I think that uh, he sucks the oxygen out of a room For good or for bad and so, therefore, this is a real sort of throw of the dice. What Who, could will, step up? who will step up? You, what you could, could describe could occur, up. but it could also be problematic. The other thing, it's really noticeable that the strong hierarchy they've got in that dressing room works brilliantly until it doesn't work. Yes. And I love the way you just yeah,
0: took yeah. Leon's question right, and completely right, ripped it's it's it. Right,
4: Leon, right. do you want to finish your answer? No, no, no. And also, Who saw the video of him as well when he was about eight years old? I mean, he was a leader then. Yeah. Sorry, going yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. on that. And the other question, before we go on to what we're saying, I'm really sorry, but I've been weighing is that we have four amazing wingers, basically. And I think Pep's biggest problem this season is who to choose and when. Because we've seen Sterling up front on his own. It can work, but also he's light, lightweight. So that could be tricky. But I think that's the biggest thing we've got, is who we play and when. Because okay. we've already got a plethora of midfielders with... KDB and um, Phil Foden so do you think we've got too many options there? it's the same question I, I think so earlier. I think so yeah but I think it's just it's got, and you mentioned about another striker we, I think I was talking to Stefan in the pub is that we, we can't have another striker because we've got to keep Aguero and Jesus happy as well so I think the biggest thing this year with Mares probably coming into second season form is that how do we pick the team and, and when and keep everybody happy mm. so that's a, it's a big thing but going back to the question on Rodri I don't know enough about him because I think uh, he looks good, but you can't judge a few pre season friendlies in China. So I'm sure he'll do a fantastic job. But I'd, lo- I'd still like to see Fernandinho play 25 games this season because I think he's fit, he's agile, and he's did brilliantly for Brazil and the Copa America. So I want to see him and just slot him, as Stefan said, slot him in gradually mm. for me.
0: I think we'll end up seeing Fernandinho at centre-half if we don't sign centre-half. I can just see Guardiola taking that opportunity to, to play him from there. I think he'll, uh, he'll like to do that. I think defensively, actually, weirdly enough, if you've got Rodri in front and then you've got Fernandinho as a centre-half, it kind of mitigates Fernandinho's lack of height. You
4: so could play Edison good. at centre-back then. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> those, with you. But the Stones didn't put a foot wrong for their, their periods of playing together. So I'd like to see them two back together and play the whole season, unless they're injured.
0: Absolutely, I'd love to have a conversation with Guardiola about what happened with Stones because it does. I think that's the thing that sometimes we forget that it's not really let City down in the last couple of years when he's played. It just feels like when he disappears, he disappears for for long periods. Right, gentlemen, it's time to talk about the pre-season friendly that we just watched. Manchester City lost on penalties to Wolves in the uh, Asia Trophy. Um, I'm going to go right back to you first, Leon. Um, Players who have caught your eye in these two games, any single player caught your eye? Anything different that you've seen from a player?
4: I saw nothing different from Bravo. Bravo. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he can save a penalty, but he doesn't give you fill you a confidence when he's going for the ball. We saw something at the edge of the penalty area, whereby he kind of bottled it basically. But I mean, listen, he, as long as Edison stays fit, he'll be fine. I mean, I thought um, Zinchenko looked brilliant today. Actually, he didn't yep. put a foot wrong. Looks like a proper left back. Now, yeah, he mean? really does. And obviously, Mendy's back at the end of September, but they've got you know some good options there. I. Uh, as we were saying as well in the pub, it's so hard to judge. I mean, I think they probably just want to get back and get into training pre-season properly and and get that tour out of the way. Um, The ball from Banabe to Silva and that control by Silva was a highlight of the the two games for me. Okay. I mean, that was a genius uh, bit of play, but no, no one really stood out. And I think... We do it for commercial reasons and it gives the opportunity to the city to spread its sort of seed all over the world. But I... uh, (laughs) Oh, man, I love you.
8: But I I personally... I
4: I personally don't uh, take too much notice. Uh, I think it was Steve saying to me earlier that uh, he's your friend who doesn't even watch the... His brother doesn't even watch the pre-season friendlies. And... You know, they're nice to watch. They're great f- to bond us this afternoon and before we come and do this. But I don't take any notice. And no one really, really shone for me.
0: Okay, fair enough. Nine months' time, there'll be a little... <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: a little A little, city. A little a Leon little running around, man around Manchester.
0: Manchester. <laughs> um, Steve, what about for you? I mean, so it was a, I was trying to lead you up a garden path. He didn't take the bait, so I'm, I'm going to give it you pretty directly. <laughs> KDB looks leaner for me. He looks mm. like maybe going back. It's been 18 months since I've seen him like that. For me, he caught my eye. What about for you?
3: He has. Um, he wants to be the leader. He wants to be the captain. He's showing it uh, through his performances as much as anything else. Um, if we get KDB back to his best, which looks likely, looks you know that's what we're seeing presently. Um, God help the rest of the Premier League. Mm. Um but just referring returning to the original question sorry because I do have a concern from the uh friendlies which is at left back you said Zinchenko was superb today he was Angelino a struggled mm. now I'm not, no judgment call there it's two games. Don't be Kenton no, nobody no.
0: likes nobody likes a Kenton it, that I, early in preseason I never
3: do but it does concern me that and this might be a bit controversial I suspected this as Zinchenko I think he may be overconfident going into this season, and we have Angelino who's suffering from confidence and needs to prove himself. One of those needs to addre- you know, address that um, and put on some performances. My concern with Zinchenko basically comes down to this he has been a pupil mm-hmm. playing at left back. He has had to focus on every single minute, and we've seen some performances last season. One against Chelsea in particular, what stands out, where he was phenomenal at left back. I just don't want to see him start to think I'm it now this is my position now I know what I'm doing he still doesn't know what he's doing he's mm-hmm. still only got less than 18 months experience in that role so I'm just seeing little hints of that here and there from him really uh, yeah just you don't think you don't think for example playing in a Guardiola
0: system actually confidence is one of the most important things because if you probably. don't have it you'll get just you're the way that you play, how high up the pitch you play. If you've not got the confidence to play like that, if you second guess yourself, can't play the pass first time.
3: Yeah, that's a good problem. point. I mean, you need to be brave to play a Guardiola style, and, and bravery equates to confidence. So uh, it's, it's a good point. But I just think, in his circumstance and the type of player he was or is, um, it kind of contradicts that. I, I do think he just needs to. Always have a little bit of edge and a bit of uncertainty about him. Am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right position here? And just you know, that kind of focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not putting any accusation out there towards him. It's just a feeling I've got that might be the case. Um, I, I don't want him to. You know, I just basically hope that Pep is always on at him and training and just keeping him grounded, reminding him that he's not yet a fully established left back. Stefan.
5: Well, no. I, 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 the reason he's in the team, in my view, is because when he came back into the team, he said. I'm having this. Mm. I don't know who that guy was that was playing before me who cost us X number of games. I'm having this position. Yeah, I'm 21. Yeah, I don't play in this position. I'm having it. And, and that confidence mm. was actually what, what put him where he is now, got him the new contract, put him back in the team. I think it's absolutely integral to who he is. I think there's a risk to it, particularly in a big game, you know, so when he's really challenged. Because a lot of the chat that we're having here, it, a lot of it is almost irrelevant. Because yeah. actually, the season in many ways doesn't even start until November. Yeah. You know, we are, got, we've got we got Spurs early on, but most of the games we've got until uh, November, they're, they're nothing. You know, not nothing. But you know, they're, they're games that even if Zinchenko makes a mistake, we'll still be okay. Um, so I think there's a risk, but I think it's. I just think that is him. It's yeah. integral to who he is. Uh, mm. And if he doesn't have it, I don't think you'll get the same Zinchenko.
2: And in fairness, just very quickly, in terms of keeping him on his toes, he'll have seen a new left-back come through the door. Yeah, Absolutely. So that's a clear, you know, that, that isn't your position. Even Mendy's back in September. We're not sure how fit he's going to be. that perfect. we <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> um, be a you new know, signing. <laughs> like a new signing. Um, but yeah, that, that, should, that should be enough to keep him on his toes. City have sought out a new left-back in the window, and that's showing him. Your position's still up for grabs. Do you think?
0: Does it, does anybody actually think that? I think if we, if we look back to this time last summer, we all sort of agreed that the number six and the left back were the two positions where we were potentially weak. Does anybody still instinctively feel that left back is a weakness for City?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depends if Mendy's fit, though. Even if Mendy's yeah. fit, I, I I wasn't confident in him. I really wasn't. Uh, you saw what we could do going forward in the first few games of the last season. But I, I think defensively, there was a time when. Okay, the thing is, let, let me just explain to everyone listening. We're well, not the same room. Jordan wants six, six. likes. <laughs> okay, three's
0: not enough. No, Jordan wants he a was Jordan's um, got a room full of people wagging their finger at him going, honestly, no, lad, stop talking. But I'm
2: going to stick to my point. I wasn't full, fully confident in Mendy. Uh, Lloyd's about to turn the microphone away from me but I stick by that his defensive ability he just looks a little bit clunky playing in that system he wasn't perfect and I think even when Mendy plays yes he gives City a lot but I think if you point weaknesses in that City team I think left back is you're playing against let's say Salah that's a clear point to attack City
6: yeah I think that Sorry. to defend Jordan
2: Thanks, City fans. <laughs> I was waiting for someone.
6: City fans, let's be honest, uh, uh, many of us are slightly older than Jordan in this room. We all instinctively do things that Neil Poynton would be an appropriate addition to the squad just for complete certainty of a traditional left back. Yeah. So that's really what we miss is a real. We, we miss
1: Neil a,
2: Poynton that a, a a Is that not
1: what Angelino is supposed to be, though? That's kind of why we signed him, like a traditional left
2: back. I'd say he's quite similar to Mendy. I would agree. But the problem is, you, you, it's all relative,
5: right? We're talking about between literal perfection you, the, the, the illustration you gave a game where he's not he, he's a risk is against the best player in the league in that position yes of course he's. A, of course things can go wrong in that game you're asking we can't have perfection the squad is pretty much as good as you're you going to get realistically yes Mendy's not perfect but you but, know it's she, Shades of grey around 9 out of 10. I'm Who's loving
4: positive that? Stefan, by the way.
5: I, I,
2: He's I like come into
4: this then. season bossing the positivity.
1: Lloyd wants to have a word. Go on, Lloyd. Jordan's do me in here. <laughs> um, I, think, I think we're forgetting how good Zinchenko was last season. Like, from that Southampton game, which was almost like a redemption for him, he, he almost gave away that penalty. We were all shook because that was almost, just after the Leicester game, it could have been the moment where the whole season unfolded and it would have been a Liverpool title. From there, the way that he dealt with that all the way through the season, I, f- I remember the Chelsea game, as in the, the Carabao Cup game, and the Brighton game in the semi-final against Brighton at, at Wembley, when they were absolutely pumping long balls. I think his bi- one of his biggest problems is obviously aerial He was fantastic. I think, obviously, Pep's sat him down and I think we're really forgetting how good he was. And I think the same with Angelino. He was shy the other day. Let's not, you know, let's not be, let's not be silly about it. But it's one let's game, so it, 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 you know, perhaps got to get hold of him
6: But it, it, you're right to mention confidence. Uh, Delf did well for a while, but it was confidence that did for him. And it may go back to the sending off at Wigan. That was the moment that put uh, a, a doubt in his mind. He then made a mistake in the Champions League game against uh, Lyon. Costa City a goal and then it spiralled from there and then by, by Christmas it was over and you've got to have that confidence and if you, you, you don't have it you don't have it and I, I suppose the risk to City is that Zinchenko good as he was the second half of last season remains atop that tightrope OK
0: so Raheem Sterling is a number 9 he's obviously played as the 9 in the two pre-season friendlies I'd like everybody's thoughts as to whether they think that he can mature into a number 9 I'm going to start
4: with you Liam Cool um not for me. Not for me. I think um uh, perhaps in the Champions League, if Pep has a a solid plan and plays perhaps Rodri and Fernandinho to strengthen, but I just think he's too too lightweight as a number nine. I think cutting inside as a winger he works and I think occasionally during games he may work for a, a sort of plan B. But for me, he sort of flattered to deceive a little bit this uh, these past two games.
0: Okay. Does anybody want to make the argument contrary to that? Does anybody feel that he could mature into a number nine? Or am I going to have to make that argument? <laughs> <laughs> I, you, I, I, w-
4: I would like to add, though, the penalty taker is key for this season for me. But we'll come <laughs> Yeah, back that's a that that whole other yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other can It's of a good one,
8: though. I
1: mean, it is. It's
5: particularly very important, important in a season with VAR where we're, we're attacking. We have a lot of penalties. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. It's, I, good, it's Gundo. If, if everyone's fit, and, they're on the pi- and if Gundo's on the pitch, it has to be Gundo Han. Wonderwood just missed a penalty in the
0: penalty shootout against Wolves to cost us the Premier League Asia trophy <laughs> <laughs> so, <who And laughs> so generally That's if you cost so us a trophy man. with the penalty I'm not sure that you should immediately <laughs> so let me, let me turn it back to you then taker. as
1: the host who would be your Kevin team? De Bruyne
0: Kevin De Bruyne because I just think that he's the he is the dead ball specialist in the side and captain and I think he will end up being the captain he should so be captain. I, I would expect so him a captain soon. and penalty
4: taker you heard it here De Bruyne yeah.
8: Okay, I think Edison should do it
7: <laughs>
0: Guardiola actually said that he would never have him take a competitive penalty. That would be disrespectful to the opposition, which I think was a cool and thing. And Bayern to say. Munich and Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of Bayern Munich, uh, I want to. Everybody's in the room. I want to have a quick Leroy Sane conversation because I had a conversation in the pub, and I feel as though Leroy is one of those players who. In the 2 preseason friendlies, as much as you can or can't judge, I'm not sure that I've seen from Leroy something that suggests to me that the myriad of weaknesses that the coaches think that he's got, that he's managed to actually address some of those and is beginning to do things slightly differently. That's not to take away from all the talent that he does have. I'm kind of curious as to what what everybody's point is because I actually had the conversation with David and James and neither of them are here and David was certainly of the opinion that he can kind of see why Pep might sell Leroy and want a player who is simply more reliable and the point that he made is that there are plenty of very talented attackers who maybe mentally just aren't smart enough to play in a top, top, top team. And he also made the point against Leicester in the last 15 minutes of the game that Arteta was on the touchline, basically having to physically position Leroy in the positions that he needs to be in, which kind of suggests that, you know, two or three years in, if you still need a coach on your side to be constantly telling you where you need mm-hmm. to be stood, that maybe it's just not going in. Um, I'm, just, I'm interested in, in where everybody sits on the potential sale. and Because I've seen, you know, with respect, when people say Leroy Sane is €150 million, Euro, €200 million Euro player, I'm just not convinced that he's that right now. He's blistering in certain things, but he's definitely got weaknesses in his game. Um, Stefan, I'm definitely starting with you with this question. Where do you sit on Leroy? Uh... Was
5: I harsh then? Well, no, I think it's true. I know he's going to change, actually. I mean, I, I definitely don't think you're going to see him change in the in preseason season friendly. He, he's a player who, his attitude uh, is always probably going to cause some tension with Guardiola, I would think. Mm. And I don't think, I don't think you're going to change it. And frankly, that's why he's up for sale. I mean, he is up for sale. Mm. You know, we might, he might not go, but he is up for sale. Is that a fact? fact. Yeah. Well, do you think the fact? I think you, they've said I, I, it's pretty clear to me. If they pay the money, he's
0: going. I mean, do, you, do you think that the fact that Pep keeps saying that he was offered a contract a year ago, because for me, this the 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 other way of reading that is that whatever City offered a year ago, they've seen nothing since then to suggest that they want to offer
5: any more in any part of. Yeah, that because I, th- I think it, there's two parts to it. I, th- I think he's not completely convinced about his performances, and you see it on the video again. The one that only a couple of people have watched. He says something like, "I've been super critical about about Sane. Um, and it, I think they have a kind of father-son type relationship where he tries to he frustrates him. You mm. know, he thinks he can do much better at school, but he's not doing it. And uh, so I think he would sell him, but I think everybody also appreciates that he can be a top player. But I don't think he can get the reliability out mm. of him. Period. That's just what he is. He's worth 120 million euros in my mind. And that's okay. Top
2: I, of of I think if if so, sorry, Howard, I think if Sané was 29, we'd all be saying he's replaceable. I think because yeah. we see him as that player with who could potentially win a Ballon d'Or in 3 years time with a yeah. bit a bit more about his game and a little bit just improve he's had
0: Pep Guardiola's coach for three years. But still, sorry. Still, he still
2: seems that's a little bit happening. raw. I think he still seems a little bit raw. I that's think he exactly still can still improve.
4: He needs to run in the team. Wingers need confidence and the manager to back him. He needs to run in the team. But
2: I think at his current ability, he's replaceable. But his potential, I don't think you're going to get a player like Sane who has the ceiling of Sane. Whether he reaches that ceiling is up for debate. But I think... Yeah because he's younger and he still has another level to go to, that would be the sorest thing about losing him. Okay. I think we
7: had a discussion a year ago, it was like Sterling or Sane, who's got the higher ceiling. And I think most people said, well, it's Sane, really. Even though Sterling's probably playing better at the moment, Sane, you, you see the Ballon d'Or in him. Whereas now, no, it's other way around. But I think it could be for sale, not just because he's frustrated. and I agree with what everyone said. It could be... have be for sale because he's not signing the contract. Yeah. I'm sure Pep, if he signed that contract, Pep would be happy to keep working. But I think
5: him. there's two sides to it though. And it's both I, of them. I, I, think I think it's both of yeah. the uh, you know, so he's kind of like, well that's we're not we're not increasing the contract because you've got these weaknesses. You're not improving the weaknesses. You know, if you want to go you can get he's not that bothered. I don't think Pep's that bothered if he goes. No, I mean I, I think for yeah. me it
0: was obvious in the press conference where I fully expected the first question about Leroy, for Pep to come out strong with the idea that like, no, 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 we keep him, he's our player, he's top player, he's not going anywhere. The fact that Guardiola basically said, well, it's like Sancho. For me, as soon as I saw it's like Sancho, I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> well, that's a different conversation altogether.
7: Steve, do you want to jump in? No, you took me by surprise no. there. I was going to say
4: one <laughs> thing though well, because, like because Sancho,
7: just mean means <laughs> frustrated with contract talks. Because it all played out yeah. you know, badly.
4: So. But there's one thing with Sane we're forgetting as well. When Mendy plays, Sane wasn't playing. Yeah. Mm. So I think there's that as well. Pep must be thinking about is that he's got four wingers. Um, Sterling can play both sides. And then also when Mendy plays, and did, Sane... They
5: played together, didn't they? In, in, in a few games last season, they did play together. And they did play well together. I know that mm-hmm. was the previous season. There was this, this issue. But actually last season, if you look at it, they did play well together. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I can't.
0: Mendy played centrally. What 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 I saw was that when Leroy played and Mendy played and they played together, Mendy was much more in that kind of inverted fullback thing where he's playing centrally and he was getting better at it. So, but,
4: but, if I'm really honest though, I think Sane gets a bad press and we're all sort of saying it here. We talked about before about how he starts off the season badly. I mean, I, that's that's a lot of bullshit for me. I mean, last year he was having a baby, fell out with his mum or whatever. The season before, he just came to the club, so I, I think that's a complete myth. The whole starting the season slowly. I think he's a world-class player, not yet quite proven, but he's a young, exciting player. He can do things that no one else in the Premiership can do. For me, for coming from the left, and I would, I think we should be doing everything we can to keep him.
6: Just uh, Mike eh, and is that it's a, an age-old thing that managers throughout the. Uh, uh, decades have said about footballers You are good enough To be on the bench You are good enough to be in the 18 You are good enough to be an option And to start some games Do you want to be good enough to be In the first 11 And that's the question that he's been asking Sane for at least 12 months And I think that uh, People are right to say that Guardiola is beginning to run out of patience With asking it mm, okay. I, I think it, it could happen Incidentally going back to the previous question You talk about Sterling as a central striker, I would have thought that Sane's ceiling in that position would be higher.
7: Yeah,
4: I agree.
0: In the friendly that we just watched... Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) of. Don't laugh at it. Don't snigger. (laughs) Nobody snigger. We didn't, did Leroy did move centrally in the second half. No, that was Nemechka. I, uh, I've made that mistake. No, 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 no. he, no, I wasn't... he, 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 did, he did. He did move centrally for for, a, half, for yeah. a little minute, and uh, I mean, it, I I heard that from back when he was in Germany that uh, that they felt that he could mature into a centre forward. But I'm just not sure. I don't think he's right now. I don't see him as having the balance. I really don't. I think that he's very. I don't want to say he's very one-footed, but he's very left-sided in, in, in many of the things that he does.
6: Sorry, you're in a situation where Guardiola is very happy
3: to keep him for all the reasons, but if he does go... Yeah, yeah, I know, absolutely. My, yeah, my input on Sane is basically just responding to what Stefan said. I found it kind of very astute, actually, that he's got a father-and-son relationship with Pep, because so often in football, we've heard it with Sterling and Pep, father-and-son... That kind of implies that life 's like the Waltons, and fathers and sons get on, and they you know, get on really great they don 't fathers and sons don 't get on there 's always tension there 's always kind of you know d- cultural differences where they don 't understand each other, and I feel that 's what 's going on with sona and Pep, so looking at it from the outside. It's fascinating. Oh, um, Mancini.
2: I Mancini was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that didn't work out
3: well, did it? he yeah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. It> <laughs> <You> got set <laughs> to <Mancini>. boarding school.
2: <laughs> but it's, it's fascinating
4: all the same.
3: I mean, you know, just watching <laughs> <like, the> last <laughs> six months of the season, like I was fascinated watching it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and seeing how they kind of interacted. And, and last thing on Sane as well, it doesn't amount to anything. it's just an observation, but he's one of those players who rival fans rate. Higher than City fans, I think. Mm. As, I'm not saying that City fans don't rate him, but if you talk to, say, Liverpool Liverpool fan, it's oh, Sane, oh, no, he, you know, he's, he's the danger man. He's the one who's going to rip us apart. Um, so they clearly see something that we maybe... Maybe we see the full picture and they just see the highlights of Leroy Sane. I think the brutal side of that is that maybe he's a little bit of a match-of-the-day
0: player in that yeah, when, yeah. He does, when he does, yeah. he can do things that almost nobody else can do. But at the same time, if you watch him consistently over 90 minutes... He gives the ball away a lot, and he right. does. But
5: I think that's but when that's he's. That's the point, I and mean, that's why that's why Pep's relationship with him, and the reason that he's happy to see him get—not happy, but he's prepared to see him go—is because he knows he could be a Ballon d'Or winner. He knows he's an incredible yeah. player. So you know, th- this is this is the other side of it. He's an incredible footballer. He's a, but he's not doing it. He's not yeah. disciplined enough. He's not taking the coaching. He's not agreed the contract. That's, that's the thing. Nobody's doubting his underlying ability.
4: But he needs to play
8: every week for me.
5: Yeah, but it's not realistic. Look at the squad we just talked about. It's not realistic.
8: I, so I, I think I, attitude's a big thing. It, I, you know, I, I've, I've joked about it before, about you know, a stat on the number of times Leroy gives up on a ball that's more than six yards away from Hands him. on
4: hips like that. I'm <laughs> but, not chasing that but ball. But he's
8: probably the only player in the City squad who does it. You yeah. know? Almost everyone else will chase everything. And you look at, obviously... Bernardo, you know Bernardo. different players, but but Leroy is one of the only players who does it, and obviously it's well documented that Pep demands absolute one hundred percent commitment to everything, to commitment to the cause. And if you've got a player who, no matter how what his ceiling is and how much ability he's got, if he doesn't just do that simple stuff.
4: But Sergio changed. Sergio changed. Yeah,
8: exactly. Yeah. Why can't you give Leroy a go to change?
0: Because he's had three. I think the, the point is that this will be his third season at City. It is. But
4: how many Premier League games did he start last season? 20 is that a fact is
2: that true fair play good start <laughs> I don't think i, don't, I, don't think, I don't, coming that. with the twenty-hour
4: thursday that isn't true you made that up that's not true <laughs> 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 say it confidently I, I,
2: you'll get away with I'd, it I'd
4: say I, I'll, it. I'll have a guess at nine <laughs> no, Okay. no, no well, you should, hold, on, hold on hold
0: on there's a serious there's a serious point in this right <laughs> ultimately yeah wh- the question that I've got for you Leon because I, I, I completely accept that the top players they do need a certain level of, of consistency in their playing time but so, would you drop David Silva and move Bernardo Silva centrally to basically give Leroy a spot in the side? Yes. Would anybody else in this room, moving into this season, who is comfortable with the idea of David Silva playing less, Bernardo playing more in the middle, so that Leroy can play? Yeah.
7: Yeah, second so. half of last season, that's what a lot of us what were, we were calling for. So, yeah.
1: Phil can play, yeah?
4: <laughs> sorry, sorry, Lloyd. Yeah, but,
0: can, Lloyd, could you concentrate on the stats? You, you, you joke, but you just made the exact yeah. point that I'm making.
2: That, he's,
5: he's right. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 that's why I'm saying it's all very well saying he's got to play every week. It's not the real world. There's five players that want to play every week, and they're all, they've all got a case. You know, but I think we're extra case.
4: hard on Leroy, though, as a group. But I think we're extra
0: hard on him because I think we all know that there is a, a mental side to his game that isn't at the level that most of the other attacking players in the squad are at. This is, yeah, are- this is really
6: simple. If he plays to his potential, then yes, if he doesn't know. Okay. And that's yeah, exactly but he has what to have the chance, of, I'm sure he's saying. He has to have the chance yeah.
4: to fulfil his potential. Sure. Absolutely, there, there is a
6: but you don't get you don't get loads and loads of opportunities playing for Manchester City. I'm afraid it's tough. There are others who will take your place for you. Mares could say exactly the same. But sorry, he was useful in certain matches last season, but in other matches not good enough. In spite of being a fantastic player with a brilliant record. Same for Sane, same rules for everybody.
5: Uh, and we know he's going to watch him in training, he's going to see how he's performing. This is not just about what he does on the pitch. This is about his overall attitude. Absolutely. Kerry, Did you want to say
0: something before I... All I was
8: going to say was kind of a bit going back to the father-son thing, but yeah, there's a bit in the doc where they're in the changing room, I don't know which game it was, and Pep is saying you know, to the whole squad, you all know I'm really hard on Leroy it's
5: United yeah Yeah, United it's, isn't it yeah. it's in the Broom coming
8: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> we've got some <laughs> groundbreaking news 18. here we've got some breaking <laughs> Sorry,
8: starting bro. games
2: Break, breaking on news Leroy Sané starts. Lord I'll let you read it
4: Premier League starting game 21 I was out
1: by one oh. so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you lying bastard <laughs> <laughs> okay so gentlemen to wrap
0: this podcast up, which was kind of a review of the final of the Premier League Asia Trophy. I'm just going to keep promoting the Premier League Asia Trophy. I don't really know why, but I'm going to do that. Actually, what I want to ask you about is David Silva's potentially final season in the Premier League. And how do we feel about the... If you look at... I think last season, there were moments with Silva where his form had dipped and there was a sense of like, oh, what's wrong with him? And why does Pep keep picking him? Whereas the season before... He was flying back from Spain and being man of the match every week. Moving into this season, I know there's the expectation that maybe he'll play less. I'm not convinced by that. If I look at his what he has done in preseason so far, I think that he will still be maybe one of the go-to 11. What does everybody expect from David Silva's final, city, uh, final season at Man City? And how do you feel about life? after David Silva, at the end of oh this. Oh, You he can't ask us. Quickly. Yeah, but I mean, we've we'll 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 assistance, next for God's <laughs> sake. I know, but I want to, yeah, I'm, I'm easing you into the prospect of, of no David Silva. I'm going to start with you, Howard, because I feel as though, for somebody who talks a lot, you've not talked a lot in this podcast. <laughs> Please.
7: I wouldn't want to talk over it. <laughs> my, my hunch is he's going to have a brilliant season because it's his final season. Okay. Uh, the fact is, we all wanted him dropped at points during last season. It dipped. Yeah, I just feel he's got something left in the engine and because he knows psychologically it's his last season. A great I lid as think, well. Yeah, hey The lid's improved massively. Oh, yeah. oh, he's, <laughs> and he's just taking the final point. For anybody
0: who leg. was no, wondering what a lid is... I'm guessing that's it's his hair. <laughs> youth slang,
1: the youth slang for hair. Well, just well, if you're in Australia, you call it season. a good salad. That's because what the Aussies call it. <laughs>
5: Was it a
4: transplant? what
1: does gas mean? Yeah.
4: Yeah it, <laughs> yeah, it
8: was. Gas is
4: exciting. That's why he had the skinhead. Talk
1: about
0: disparaging that, uh, yeah, <laughs> that is some transplant. Yeah, that is some transplant. <laughs> no, Steve, do you think he can have... Is it going to be a season where he goes out on a high high?
3: He's going to go out on a high because we're we'll going to get 100 points again and right. clean up domestically. <laughs> yes. Um, and he's going to go on a high because he's the best player I've ever seen in a city shirt and the most pertinent point is what you've said um, in pre-season so far he's looking sharp Yeah. he can't sustain that over the course of a season it's not physically possible <laughs> to do that what we will see is three months here and three months there six months of David Silver at his best yes please and then after that under tears
0: ok fair enough <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
4: no I think i have a great season I mean, I was benching him a minute ago <laughs> but, I, but I don't plan to I just if it's playing Sane or him but I would put him in the middle and Bernardo Maybe drop out For a few games And s- separate there Bernardo
0: yeah, Silva yeah. Our player of the season. I, lo- season I love him I
4: love him But you've got to Leon him has just him. dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. no Stefan He could play on the right Bernardo David Silva what's, what's your feeling On this season And his impact well, I,
5: I think he'll play More Foden this season I think Wow you know, okay. He's got to I mean you know, If Foden doesn't play This season He's going to he start To have a bit of an issue With him. Okay. So I think we're going to see David Silva In very big games uh, And particularly In the Champions League uh, and in these run-of-the-mill league games I, I actually think he's going to be on the bench Okay.
6: I, I slightly disagree I think he'll play a lot because of the lack of international football in the games after the international breaks in the autumn and maybe Guardiola will keep him back for that what I would say is that look, we saw Vinny leaving last May and we were in bits over that this is going to happen again and uh, I'm afraid that Sergio will leave at some point. I need to break it to you guys. My worry is that in two years from now, on his current goal-scoring rate, if he doesn't get injured, there's going to be a huge debate because he could, at the end of next season, be at about 290 goals for City. And it's does he want one more year to get to 300?
5: Good question. Someone, uh, there's at uh, least two people around this table. I
3: was gonna right? say it. I was gonna say who
5: it. Who wanted him out? I was,
4: gonna say, it, so I was gonna say yeah, it. There's at least yeah. a couple of people but, around but, this
5: but, table but, that were trying to
0: yeah, sell Aguero but, two seasons yeah. ago.
4: But what I'm <laughs> not aiming and, and, and company yeah, as
6: well, but, by the way. But this is yeah. Uh, but, but what is magnificently good about it is that we are. These players are going one at a time They are replaceable yeah. It's not as if they're all going in one big lump it's And a lot that, of yeah. When you talk about what Chiki does and the others That is fundamentally good Yeah. But it does mean that every year we're going to have We're going to be in bits I'm afraid
5: <laughs> Sucio okay. is not replaceable by the way
6: He's no. not replaceable. <laughs> Mbappe 2020. Not, not easy. Mbappe 2020, no, we'll see about that.
5: 450 million euros. Mbappe 2020. From, from Qatar. Abu Dhabi, a buying. <laughs> Forget about the politics. I, Forget uh, about the politics. I don't think that's happened. Forget about the politics. Let me dream. We'll let me dream. It'll not be 450 million
6: euros, it'll be a few islands somewhere in the Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Kerry, you get the final
0: word in this podcast. David Silva, what has he meant to you and how do you feel about the season Is going to have?
8: I need to go back to the pub. I can't really sort of quantifier really yeah I I was I don't know he's one of those he's he's just not only in, in his performances over the last decade but his personality you know he's never caused an ounce of trouble he's just seen the model professional um, it's weird because we're just sort of we're not really used to having we've had cult heroes obviously but we've not had cult heroes who bought us success so it's <laughs> like this is the first sort of <laughs> wave of them that we're seeing with Yaya and Vinny uh, and yeah, and that's Ba-ba. it's a whole new experience um, to kind of get used to that. Especially when we're seeing David go, because then we're like, okay, that's Yaya, Vinny and David. So we have now lost. You know, three of the the kind of the A team of the last decade. So um, yeah, I don't really know how to sum it up. He's he's going to be a huge loss, but I hope we have a big successful season for him.
0: Excellent, right, gentlemen. This was the first podcast that we've done all in a room together and we managed to get through it. So to all of you, thank you very much. To everybody who listened, thank you very much. This was the review of the final of the Premier League Asia Trophy. City have lost their first trophy of the season. We'll be back very soon with another podcast. In the meantime, as always, be safe, be well, and up the blues.